Brian looks insane. <laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning. Actually, afternoon. It just turned noon. Yes, it is. So, hello. I'm Dr. Michelle Moraz. <laughs> We're off on a start. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Brian Swanson. We are Dan and Pearls. We're business casual. With pearls of wisdom. From the porch. From the proverbial porch. You did it. Yes. You said proverbial. Good uh -huh. job. Well, today's topic is... Do you know? And this song I love to sing because it's a question I ask myself all the time. It's, do you know where you're going to? Do you like the things that life is showing you? Where are you going to? Do you know? And I did a live this morning because I woke up realizing that 2024 is coming up and um, I've been kind of nose to the grindstone and I just kept moving and I never looked up to realize where do I want to go? And so I came over here and to Brian's studio and said, what do you want for 2024? Oh, no. <laughs> I, 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 I always, I, I hate this time of the year because it's like, what is there? And to give you a little background on me, um, goal oriented, I never was. And you said backwards. Huh? Goal oriented, I never was. I never was goal oriented. Thank you very much. Either way. Goal-oriented, I never was, comma. Let's see if we put a comma. Anyway, <laughs> anyhow, uh, my great aunt, based on circumstances when I left the house, blah, 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 she says, what are your goals? And this is when I'm like 18. I'm like, well, finish college, go off to the Army, because that was already set, and fall in love with somebody and just have a normal life. Well, I made those goals within about two years. And then after that, I've never set any more specific goal-oriented. You've just been coasting. Been coasting all my life. But I do so many things that I don't know which direction. It's just like I do not want a tattoo. And most people say, why do you not want a tattoo? They're so cool. They're blah, 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 blah. Well, I don't want one because I don't know what I would want for the rest of my life. Have you ever seen me at an ice cream, at an ice cream parlor? Can't say I have. You don't want to. Oh, you bad decision maker. At that. No, I, I, there's so many choices. I want a little bit of everything. And I'm pretty sure there's a bowl that is not going to be able, there's no bowl that's going to fit everything I want. So me and ice cream aren't a good thing. Same with life goals. I want so many different things in my life, but it's not actually things. It's a state of being that I want. And as I said, in my, my uh, live this morning, my initial goal was, I want to live. I want to live my best life. That that was it. Yeah. Seven years ago. When well, I, under your circumstances, I can imagine why. Well, and everyone's <laughs> a pretty like, good goal. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to live and I wanted to live my best life. And that was the only real goal I had. And what I did was, and, and this is why I'm saying it this way. You don't have to know what the end goal is to keep moving. And my friend Sally were wrote on, on the post, she says, you may have been afraid. The important part is you got up. So what I'm saying to all of you right now is you may not have a big hairy goal like Brian. The important part of it is getting up every day and making the best of your day. You will eventually move towards what you really want. Well, that goes against all the people out there that say you must have an end goal. It doesn't matter how you get there. It's you must have an end goal. Oh, there is an end goal. The end goal is to be the happiest version of you. 
What would make you happy? What will well, bring again, you joy? That's what you say is a state of being. Yes. What will bring you joy? So when people say you have to have this Ice goal, cream. you have to have a goal and you have to know where you're going. Do you know where you're going to? My, my encouragement to you, a lot of people get stuck on the, what's the goal? Uh, what do I want? And then you'd get stuck. What I'm encouraging you is don't think of the actual thing know what you would feel like when you obtain that thing. So my thing is, my end goal isn't an actual goal. It's a euphoria. It's a joy of life. It's a, it's a love of life. It's the, I don't judge anybody and I love them where they are and how they are. And I accept them as they are. And what has happened over these past seven years, since I left that double mastectomy, the bilateral mastectomy surgery is that I've achieved that, that state of being, that, that joy that I love my life and I don't care if anyone disagrees that I sing karaoke all the time. You know, whatever that is, I'm just happy being me. What makes you happy? Brian, what makes you happy? There's so many things. I mean, one thing, one thing can be sitting at a computer for eight hours. Another thing can be working on a car. So the other thing is my basement that I'm currently working on. I enjoy doing this stuff, but you know, one thing I did realize here, and I think I told you about it the other day, I enjoyed the fact that we had, how many people we have in the house? 14, 14 people in the house for things or for Christmas. I kind of miss that because we haven't, you know, the wife and I haven't done that for years having that many people. So what's your new goal? More parties? Let's do this more often. <laughs> do the I don't know if more parties is necessarily but, the but answer. Do but do the things that bring you joy. And what happens is you do the things that bring you joy and you will stumble upon what you are meant to be doing because you're living in your joy. I said on my, on my um, live this morning, when I got off that operating table, I did say, when I get off of this... I'm going to be a speaker and go around the world. I'm going to write 27 books. I'm going to, I didn't do any of that. I said, I'm going to get up. I'm going to live and I'm going to be happy every day. That was my own goal. That was the goal. No. And because I did that every day, did something every day to do something towards that end goal of being happy, being full of joy. I stumbled across a speaking career a global speaking career, a TV show, all this stuff. Right. You love music. You love enlightening people. You love bringing people up. You love fixing things. You like tweaking things. Well, you're doing it. And in that living of his life, his, what do you, we say, coasting of his life, he ran across me. I'm now more into the music. He <laughs> loves music. You see, what he's done is he accidentally strolled into something he loves to do and we're just going to do more and more of it in 2024 well this is true um however i will have to say and to counteract that yeah but i haven't done that in a while <laughs> but the going through life no matter what the circumstances there's very few things in this life that i say i don't like i hated I mean, I did not like running a retail store. I mean, I love the comic book store. I love the bar part of it. But dealing with retail was not my cup of tea. But did you hear what you just said? What? You love the bar part of it. 
Yeah, well, that was a socializing of it. Well, this is true, too. He if likes, you really stretch it to the socializing. But, but that's what it is. You like people. You like to be around people. You like conversation that sparks your mind. You like interaction. You are moving more and more into that interaction world that you love. I More teaching. I, I guess one of my th big things, too, is I was diagnosed many, many years ago or judged or whatever you want to call it um, as being a what did they call it? A priest, a father, something like that. Right. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, that's not happening. But what it really meant was being a leader, being somebody who can a guide, guide, somebody who can teach somebody. A mentor. Exactly. Which, oh yeah, that's probably my, 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 my most fun thing. See? My funnest thing. Your funnest thing. <laughs> so, and that's the thing is don't get so hooked up on an object or a destination move towards the feeling of it. And so reason why I'm saying that is even on vision boards, people say, okay, you get your vision board. All you do the vision board for is to get an object in your mind of that, what that euphoria is, but it's not the actual picture on your vision board. It's how do you feel when you look at that picture? What do you smell, taste? What do you see? What, what, what emotions are going through you? What's the temperature? It's, it's an emotional lock to whatever that picture is on your vision board. So what my suggestion is, yeah, get the vision board. Yes, get the picture. Yes, do that. But focus more on the emotional state that you're in and you will find what you really want. Well, <laughs> when I think of vision boards, I think of, you know, cutting out the big house out of the magazine, the the Lamborghini, the Ferrari. That's what people the, do with their that's boards. What majority of people do, but my thought process is, if I can afford that Lamborghini, Lamborghini, if I can drop cash down on a house, if I can have that yacht or that boat, that also it doesn't mean that just because of the boat, but the boat doesn't symbolize anything, except for the fact that I can. Which means if I've got the money to do something like that, I can do something else with the money. Did you not hear what I said? Yeah, well, that's what I'm agreeing with you okay. on. Put all the dang pictures up you want. Focus on how you feel in that, about that. And now, this is the sick part of me. Now, put all those things, get that euphoria feeling, blah, 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 blah. And now take all those objects away. Will you still have that feeling? Depends on what it is, I suppose. What people find out, and you'll see it like in movie stars and superstars, and they're they're super famous. They have everything. You think, oh my gosh, they've got the car, they've got the private plane, they've got this and that. Why did they commit suicide? Why are they so depressed? It's because the things don't bring that joy feeling. It doesn't bring that euphoria into their lives. So yes, use the pictures to get to that feeling and then realize you need to have that feeling without the stuff. That's the huge part. We use stuff because that's how we mentally remember things. You use stuff to get to some feeling state that you want. The bottom line is that euphoric state is what you're after. Because on your deathbed, you can't bring the Lamborghini in the big house. Okay, You can't bring all the, the traveling and everything, but you can bring the experiences with you the memories with you, the feeling with you. So go ahead, make your boards, make your vision, make your goals on something solid. 
but lock in on the feeling of that solid. What does that solid thing bring to you? Now, how do you get to that feeling without the objects? Because on your deathbed, you, you want to say, I'm with you. I lived a great life and I don't need all of this stuff. Because in a hundred years from now, the house you've been working on is going to be owned by someone else or gone. All the stuff that you have shoved in your closets and under your drawers and wherever you've hidden in little boxes and places in the world, they're going to be someone else's. What brings you joy? They're going to find their way to the dump when my kids get old. <laughs> exactly. All these things that we're holding on to in a hundred years or let's say when we pass away, our family's going to go through and do keeper, keeper, throw, throw, keeper, throw, throw. Keep her throw, throw. And well, it's probably going to be like me. That looks expensive. Let's look it up on Google. Exactly. Yeah, and we might want to keep this one. Or they're going to sell it. Or sell it, yeah. So remember that the things that you think are going to bring you joy aren't there forever. And they're going to bring well, someone else. In most cases, it's temporary anyway. Yeah, so focus on the feeling. So when we're saying, do you know where you're going to? Do you like the things that life is showing you? Well, if you don't like what you're seeing, do things to make those experiences shift. Do something about it. Do something about it. <laughs> Train yourself. Go on YouTube. Learn about it. Whatever you need to do. Take a course. Hire a coach. Whatever you need. Uh, find somebody who will help you, you know, uh, see a little bit into your future if you believe in that kind of stuff. Pray about it. Whatever. But the peace is really what you're after in the long run. So you have to find what brings that joy, that peace, that that comfort, that that emotional state of, you know, I'm good. Warm fuzzy. The warm fuzzy. <laughs> and what will happen is you will align your, your, your energy, your life, everything you'll do. You'll do, you know what? I really want to do that. Oh, but I don't like that person. Okay. Shift. You and know, the answer that I don't, that I, everybody asks the question, um, what's the most important thing to you in your success? What's the normal, typical answer? No idea. Helping people. Oh. Why is it always that answer? I'm not against that. I mean, helping people is great. I mean, there's lots of things that I like to do and help folks with. But why is that always the typical answer? It's like the canned answer. It's like going high as you walk down the street and walk okay, past somebody. Okay, so let me, let me, let us do this with him. <laughs> so helping people. You like to help people. Well, of course. Why? Because it makes me feel good. Why? Oh, you're going to take me down this road, are you? Yes. Because if I say I don't know, I know what your next comment's going to be. <laughs> if you know, if you knew what would it be? <laughs> it's a great line of questioning. It is. It is. It, it because is typical. When people say, What do you want to do? What, what brings you joy? Because I like helping people. Why? Because when I help people, I know I've contributed to the world in some way, shape, or form. Why? Because when I die, that dash. On my tombstone, I want it to mean something. Or because when I when at my funeral, I want people to actually say good things about me and mean it. That's why that's we like, another question, too. That's why we like helping people. If you ever want to find your meaning to life, and I've done this, I do this to my clients. What? 42. Oh, the meaning to life, the universe, and everything. Uh, yeah. Well, and no, what the thing is, is I have my clients write their eulogy from the perspective of their spouse, their children, and their best friend, and their best friend at work. And not 
what you think they're going to say. I want you to embody them and write it from their perspective with their words, how they see you. And what you realize is you are far more important in this world than you think you are. You are making a hell of a lot more difference in the world than you think you are. And that there are people in the world that love you so much they can't even imagine you gone. And when we're in locked in our heads, we forget that we actually do mean something to someone. And if you write those eulogies, I'm, can you see how intro, I'm very introspective right now. I if you, if you I'm write, just letting you go. If you write from those perspectives, you will realize one, you are not living to your full potential because you really don't want to let go, let those people down. And then two, they see you more than you see yourself. We are our worst critics. So write those eulogies from different points of view. I'm telling you it is the most difficult thing in the world you can do. It is very hard to write. I don't like writing about myself, let alone writing my eulogy. You'll write your eulogy. No. It is painful. Very. And then what happens is you do, wow, I am playing really small. And then you step up your game, not because you want to prove anything, but because you really want to be that better person, that better version of you that everyone else sees. Does it help writing it in your head? No, you need to either write it down or speak it. So um, one of the first ways writing I it down it, is more difficult than just putting it in your head. It's better to write it down because then you can be in someone else's head. If you speak it, you start talking. I, if you're writing it from someone else's point of view, you're seeing yourself through their eyes. Writing is really more important. It's physical. He was. Yeah. <laughs> he was. She was. He was. And so on a lot of my client calls, I will talk to people um, and praise them from who I see them before I even meet them, just from how I look at them, how they present themselves. And I tell them all the amazing things I see in them. And they do. You see that? I do. Of course I see that. And I'm not lying. I really do see that. So go write that eulogy. Because do you know where you're going to? Do you like the things that life is showing you? Where are you going to? Do you know? And all I know is at the end, we all die. And on our deathbed, we don't take any of our stuff with us. So do you like the person you are? Will you like the person that you will be on your deathbed? Mm. And this is why this is deep today. Yeah, this is very deep. And as we're coming towards, you know, the new year and people like to do new year's resolutions. And so I wanted Brian to tell me, what do you want to see in 2024? And we've already made our plans for 2024. And I think we thought we're thinking small, it'll be bigger. Why? Because now we have a purpose. Now we know. I just got to get one person to answer me. <laughs> I, don't you hate when you have the best laid plans and there's one person who doesn't think it's important but is a key to the whole thing? Yeah. That just, it, it drives me crazy. So sometimes. there's got to be another way or for it's Which, just not the Well, time. sometimes it's patience. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just, just patience because that person patient. is involved with this and involved with that and yada, yada, yada. Um, but right now I'm sitting on three people that I'm waiting for response waiting for responses from and everything's taking place in like january february and i still haven't got those responses <laughs> which is why i've been thinking about 2024 because a lot of it is a lot of our our future that brian and i have together is based on other people there yeah well we rely on other people and everything mm -hmm. 
especially when it comes into business, we always rely on something else. So we have to make adjustments for that also. Am I taking us down another road here? You have to be flexible. You do. Or, well, flexibility, patience, it's like playing poker. As I shared in my, my TED Talk, <laughs> you have to have a goal. You have to be flexible in how you're going to get there. Because you do have to rely on other people who, who, who don't have those exact same intentions or goals or priorities. Mm -hmm. And you have to be flexible on that and realize that you will find your way to it no matter what. It may be in a completely different form, but you will find it. You will have it. Which is why it takes the government so long to do something. Huh? <laughs> Where'd that come from? <laughs> oh, I'm just thinking of our, I'm thinking of our government, our legal system. You go into the legal system for whatever it is, it takes years to accomplish something that should probably take like 20 minutes. Look at the information, make a decision and go. But not in the legal system. It takes years to come up with something that you knew within five minutes of the car accident or whatever. It drives me crazy. Let it go. <laughs> Let them do their thing. So like, let's say starting my business. I started speaking before I actually had a business. I didn't wait for all the paperwork to come through. I started. Why? Because when you start, you don't make any money. So, oh, so let me ask you this, because we are talking the same thing. Do you fake it till you make it? I don't believe in faking anything. You are it. Because that's what a lot of people's goals are. Yeah, don't fake anything. They want to be something, so they pretend to be that until they are that. I don't say you pretend that's to be it. faking it until you make it. You walk in the state of being that you are just going to catch up with your destiny. So am I a global spill? Oh, wait, I am. Okay, hold on, wait. <laughs> But before I was a global speaker and a multi-author and all this stuff, before I did all this stuff, I didn't walk around saying, one day I want to be. I said, I am me. And I am doing the best I possibly can. I give the best I can. So therefore, I walk in that confidence of I am this person. That's not faking it. I am. And what I'm basically doing is I'm walking in this state of being that I am speaking and inspiring people around the world in however shape, form that they receive me. And when people see me, they do, wow, are you famous or something? Because you look and act famous. And I do, working on she it. She walks in the door. <laughs> she doesn't do anything. She just walks in the door. <laughs> but it's a confidence thing. You look famous. Yeah, you look famous. Are you famous? I'm working on it. <laughs> Hi, Marilyn. So, well, I think Marilyn left us, but yeah. anyway. Um, it, it, you've got that thing, like I said, when you walk in the door, not everybody, I mean, that's not something that you can just do. You can do it. Confidence your, is one thing. You can do it on your own level. But it, 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 not everybody has the it factor. No, but you can be yeah, but, and show up as your best version of you. And, and I, I, I've, I've done a whole talk on this, actually, at a Toastmaster conference a year, years and years back. Uh, I said, um, I say spam. Have a song in your head that, in, that encourages and inspires you, that lights you up. I'm not saying have the Jaws theme in your head. Dun, 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 dun. No, because then you walk <laughs> in with fear. To. You walk in with, I'm every woman. Or, boom, choo, choo. I'm a bee, 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 uh, 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 I'm, a, I'm a bee. Whatever it is that makes you light up. And when you walk into the room, people will feel the energy off of you and that, that confidence you have. 
So a song. P is, I say, predator. It's be that confident person that says, you know what? Nothing's going to bring me down. Nothing's going to hurt me. And I'm no one's opinion is going to shift how happy I am and proud of who I am. Then the A is the attitude. The attitude is no one's better than me. No one's lesser than me. We're all equal. We're just on different mile markers. And then M, spam, spam. M uh, is I that was wondering what you were spelling. Spam, S-P-A-M. And M is that, that magnetic pull you have of the people that are part of your tribe that haven't found you yet. By having that song, that attitude, and that, that presence of courageousness, you will magnetize the world towards you. I have this huge magnetism. He calls it the it factor. I call it, I know me. Yeah, but the it factor you can't explain. Nobody can. No, it's a little bit of everything that it's it's the magic that is put into us. The thing is, is it's that aura. Thing is, is not I didn't have it before that I'm aware of. I think I stepped into it and turned it on by becoming more confident. So work on whatever your confidence level could be, what it is and what you'd like it to be, and work on it every day. You're not going to go from quiet, you know, uh, manger mouse to Titan in, in a day. It, it takes time. It takes practice. It takes practicing well. It takes effort to become whoever you want to be. Because we have to shed all the things that we were told we were. That's why it takes effort. Did I preach enough today? I was going to say, welcome to the Michelle show. I, 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 am, <laughs> I am very, very introspective today. I, I realized this morning that it had been seven years since my breasts uh, were removed and my whole cancer journey. And I, I thought this was the five-year mark. It's the seven-year mark. And so when you're living in... Yeah, but you lost the first two. I lost the first couple. Yeah. But the thing is, is when you're living in purpose, when you're living in joy, when you're living in what you love to do, time flies and nothing becomes work. It all becomes joy. So find what you love to do and all the other stuff kind of falls into place. And do you know what you do? You know where you're going to look up the song by it's called it's the uh, theme from Mahogany. Diana Ross sings it. It's called Do You Know? And I listen to that song a lot and I sing it a lot because it makes me think about where I've been, where I am now, and all the magical things that can happen in the future and open to the possibilities. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm without words today. <laughs> Very I, few words today. I'm just glad to be alive, dang it. So if you're out there and you are watching this, share this because... We all need to be thinking about that joy factor. What, what brings us joy? And we get so locked up in what we're not that we stop focusing on what we are. I will have to caveat that with long-term joy. Long-term joy. I mean, it, it's good to have temporary joy. It's, it's, it's great to make a um, to hit a goal, even if it's a minor goal, that's getting you to a larger goal. But to celebrate it too along the way. Celebrate everything. So celebration is a minor or a temporary. Yes. I mean, it's and it's like when, when they say um, when there was that big saying here a few years ago, where where are you going now that you won the Super Bowl? Go I'm going to Disneyland. Disneyland. Well, if you think about it, Disneyland is four or five days, maybe depending on you know what you go down there for. 
that's it can be a celebration, but it's still temporary but because you, that's only going to last another day or two past the time. But do there. you think about that that thought? I'm going to Disneyland. Why? Because it's the land of joy. Why? Because I can be me. Why? Because I can be the child like me. Why? Because that's when I was happy before all the problems happened. Why? Because when I was younger, that's when all my tragedy happened and I've been locked in that. Why? I want to be the child again. <laughs> so basically, find that childlike innocence that you used to see the world in. What brings you to that state? That's what you're after. That's what your vision board is really showing you. That is the meaning of life. That in 42. And if you don't know what that reference of 42 is, it's from... I think uh, everybody does now, don't they? Not necessarily. Oh, okay. There is a book called The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. There's also a movie. But the answer, spoiler alert, is 42. Well, so, if you read the book, it tells you that it's not much of a spoiler. Alert. No, if you... The movie is not worth watching. If you have to... <laughs> no, the first... The, the one with um, the guy from um, Sherlock. You have no idea. He played Watson. He's in that movie, in the, the good one. But anyways, go out, be that childlike version of you. And as Brian says, it's not the temporary, the temporary joy, the temporary bliss. Because I know a lot of our states have you know legalized marijuana and mushrooms <laughs> and all sorts of stuff. Those are temporary <laughs> fixes for a long-term problem. So if you are needing things like that and alcohol and to, to numb your pain, those are temporary fixes. Find out what the pain is that you're trying to numb, address that and work from that point of view. And what you'll end up finding is that you don't need them to find that joy. Go find your joy. I think that does it. I'm really serious today. You and are. You're killing me. I know. Everything figuratively speaking, of course. Yes. <laughs> Unless you planted something in my well, body. well, that's why I'm so introspective because I realized I made it past the point that I was supposed to not be here. So my my view on life is very, very rosy because I know the fear of not having that next day. So do you know where you're going to? Do you like the things that life is showing you? Where are you going to? Do you know? Look up the song, listen to it, contemplate, think, meditate, whatever you need to do. Go find your joy. Find what you love. Go find that childlike innocence that you used to have. And um, go share. Go share. Go share on Facebook, Rumble. Like, yep. Like, Instagram, share. like, all that stuff. Because Michelle's introspective today. <laughs> and I, deep. I've done founded Brian today. <laughs> Next week will be a little more joyful because we'll be in the new year. And we'll be thinking about all the new stuff. And so we'll see you next year here on Denim and Pearls. My name is Dr. Michelle Moraz. And I'm Brian Swanson. We are Denim and Pearls. We are business casual. With pearls of wisdom. From the proverbial porch. Peace. Peace. <laughs>